commence primary ignition. everybody oh you ruined my intro sorry what's up every shut up brett god damn it what's up everybody welcome back to yet another x-wing podcast i am your host as always pete lambro joined this week by a couple friends of the podcast we got a couple guests chris and sam are both out on assignment from new york city we have kent carmago kent did i pronounce your last name correctly Almost Camargo, but pleasure Camargo, to be here. Camargo, not Carmago. Whoops, whoops, whoops. <laughs> and from sunny Pennsylvania, Brett Freeman. Brett, how you doing? I'm good, Pete. How are you? I'm fantastic. Guys, we're here to talk about Star Wars colon X-Wing colon the miniatures game underscore. Um, yeah, you guys excited? How you doing? It's Pointsmith Eve. We're recording on Tuesday. When this goes live, I, we will have new points in hand. We'll know the things we don't know. I can't wait for these points. I'm really looking forward to the Rebels getting some love. Yep. I hope that, you know, I get my trajectory simulator back on my B-Wings. You're, you're not going oh, God. to. No. <laughs> Kent, Kent. I can dream. Just, I just can to dream. Fill you in, Kent's the only person I've seen uh, appropriately use a blade of plating because he threw it on Chewbacca because he couldn't <laughs> stop bombing himself with trajectory simulator B-Wings. So he was like, oh, if I put this on here, I just don't have to worry about that anymore. <laughs> See, that's the way it should be done. Amen. Absolutely. A true lover um, of jank. <laughs> true, yes. A true, a true janksman. Um, but I want to start with a couple announcements first. Community announcements. I have been asked... Asked to provide, and I will. The very first one comes from friend of the podcast, Andrew Lewinsky. Your friend, Brett. No, you love him. You guys are you guys are publicly such jerks to each other, but I think you actually like each other. Oh, I he's one of my best friends in all of X Wing. I I do absolutely love him. Wow. And I know he won't listen to this, so it doesn't matter. It's funny you give the qualifier of X Wing. (laughs) (laughs) So Andrew lovingly puts a ton of work into the PAX Unplugged X-Wing event. He did a lot of work for it last year, and he's doing a similar amount of work this year. Um, But he has posted the prize support. Now, note, this is tentative prize support. So we don't know what will change or what else may be revealed, right? Uh, But we're going to review the possible prizes to get everyone jazzed for PAX. Kent, are you coming to PAX? I'm definitely trying to, man. That's on my to-do list, and I hope I can make it out. Brett, you coming to PAX? Oh, I'm I'm 100% there. I can't I wait. I will be there as well. I'm going to be there awesome. or be square. My wife's coming. Or we're all coming. It's going to be great. Um, so first place, first place winner of PAX will not get a world's invite. However, they will get a $400 flight voucher to go to Adepticon 2023 where Worlds is happening, and they will receive a trophy. Isn't that exciting? That um, is serious. That's really awesome. Yep. They they did have a couple local stores sponsor prize support for the event. And they would and they decided, they're like, well, if we can't give you an invite to Worlds, hopefully there's going to be a last chance qualifier so you'll be able to get there and participate and be there for Worlds, right? And apparently and, Dion announced that there is a last chance qualifier. Oh, from what I have been excellent. reading. Are they, are they affiliated with running the event like they were last year running the Adepticon event? I don't know. I've heard this secondhand that he announced it during his uh, stream this weekend. Oh, very cool. Very cool. So hopefully, hopefully the winner of PAX gets to go out there and show everyone why they're the winner of PAX. Uh, top two. So first and second place, we'll get template trays. Andrew spoiled one of these template trays. The theme of these prizes is so far is Kylo and Ray, right? So we have a very cool looking Kylo Ren template tray. It's got... Um, you know, the, the reforged mask effect from The Rise of Skywalker where he, like, fused it back together. He's got those red lines all over it. It looks really, really cool. Nice. Um, uh, so top two are going to get template trays. Top four are going to get templates to go in said trays. 
top eight are going to get some fin charges. This is Stormtrooper fin. So on one side, you have a standard first order uh, Stormtrooper helmet. And the other side, you have the bloody fingerprints like from the start of The Force Awakens. These are that's some of really my favorite cool. charge tokens I've ever they seen. They look really, really cool. Yeah, that sounds uh, fantastic. The next one's my favorite, so I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping Andrew likes me enough to set one aside for me, or I make top sixteen, because then you can win BB-8 dial covers, right? So they're little BB-8s, <laughs> and your dials can go on the back there, so you can set a dial and you get a little BB-8. Ooh, um, how many of those do you get? Because like, I want all of them. <laughs> that I, sounds I, awesome. You want a, you want a collection of BB-8 dial covers? <laughs> I don't know. You're exactly. gonna have to. You're gonna have to slip uh, Andrew at least a ten to get some. <laughs> yeah, I um, asked him for uh for one of these for my daughter for her birthday, and he just laughed and said no. So he's being quite greedy yeah. about these. He said. He said. He said she should show up to PAX and get top sixteen, and then maybe. Yeah. I'll tell she you just... right now, Andrew, Brett, whatever your name is. If I win one of these, I will give it to your daughter. I don't mind. Thank it's... you. Well, she just made a, a purple BB-8, so I wanted like a. Just when I could paint. Oh, purple did you? Uh, we're hang on, stick a pin in that. We come back to that. Okay. Uh, top top thirty two gets the event card and objective token. Very exciting. They will also be having a prize wall. They will have top infaction prizes and plenty of other prizes throughout the day, including we have commissioned uh, a yet another X Wing podcast prize. It is oh, a shit. one a one straight template uh, that says yet another one straight. <laughs> to add to nice. collection, white, right. white acrylic with black ink, and there is also a very special bounty prize that features uh, Chris's face from our logo, from our podcast logo. You can get Chris's face on the template. <laughs> well, now I have to go to PAX, so yeah, you I sold will, it to I, me. It, I will have happening. a limited supply of those that I will be giving out uh, if you achieve the special bounty of beating Chris at X Wing and or impressing me in some other way. Uh, or or being if named I just Brett. see you, I will hand you one. What? Yeah. <laughs> they, or I said, or being named Brett because they look yeah, really Brett, cool. Yeah, I, I will one hundred percent use one. <laughs> yeah, we gotta use the gotta use the Chris face. I, the, my only stip, the Chris's only stipulation was please save one for me, and I said, yeah, I, I, it is your face, so I guess that's fair, right? <laughs> no, um, I want him to be like looking at at it <laughs> from his side of the table while I have it, and he doesn't have one. That would just bring me joy. <laughs> We have a uh, couple other community announcements. This weekend, there are two tournaments happening. On Saturday, October 29th, is the Red Seal Gaming in Matawan, New Jersey tournament. That is full currently, but there is a wait list. So you can sign up uh, through the Red Seal Gaming Discord. Uh, you can sign up to attend uh, and you know get your name on the wait list. And if people drop, you can play. Uh, and then on Sunday... October 30th, there is no wait list. It is not full. There is a tournament at Carcosa Club in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, I will be at that one. Kent, you coming through to a Carcosa on Sunday or you got Halloween stuff going on? I'm trying to go, but I'm hosting a Halloween party on Saturday. So it depends on how... <laughs> you, could, you could always miss round one if you need to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So <laughs> that That's exactly what might happen. <laughs> I'll um, just show I, up. <laughs> I do know Merrick has has purchased and is ready to give out sets of ultra thin metal objective tokens there, and that's really exciting stuff. They have Jedi and Sith holocrons on them. They're real beautiful. Highly recommend anyone who wants them. Yep, go for it. Uh, So that's Carcosa Club on Sunday, and the last uh, community announcement we want to make is on. November 19th, Saturday, November 19th at East Coast Gamers in Toms River, New Jersey. There is a charity event benefiting the JF Party Dragon Charity, local New Jersey charity. Entry fee for this tournament is bring a new unopened toy to donate, I believe, uh, to the charity, right? So bring a toy, donate the toy. Hell, bring five toys. Bring No, no don't cheap out. It's the holiday season, upcoming exactly. holiday season. It's for the children who are less fortunate than we so bring some toys, make a kid's life better. Um, Mike Bird, who runs those tournaments down there, has been posting like a madman, showing off prizes he's got. He's got some action figures. He's got bobbleheads. He's got uh, e- expansions. He's got store credit. He's got all kinds of stuff available for auction and for giveaways and prizes. And top prize of the day, he just announced a 
stage combat ready lightsaber from oh, some some man. company whose name I forgot the name of. Like Neon Neo Sabers, Pixel. maybe? Neo Pixel Sabers. Le- wow. Sick looking lightsaber. It's a gold hilt. Looks awesome. So you got to go down there. You got to win it. You got to win it to have it. And then you like I was about yourself. to just send some toys just to you know help out, yeah, but help out, yeah. now I want to go and you win. Gotta get down. I'll be there. I will. Def- <laughs> I will definitely. That has been in my calendar for weeks. And I told my wife, I said, "Listen, I gotta go to this one. I gotta go to this one, right?" If so I can't I'm make really- it, Pete, I'm gonna send some toys your way, right? So you can uh, bring them down. Hell yeah, yeah, yeah! It's all for the kids. And again, Michael Bird down at ECG, he runs a great event. Everybody always, always has does. a good time. So yep. I'm I'm excited just to go and be a part of it and to support the charity, uh, and I'll be even more excited if I come home with a new lightsaber, <laughs> which I can tell you is very durable because I picked it up and immediately dropped it, like, and it, it was just completely so you fine. Said so. You've ruined that. You've ruined the event already, Brady. I, I have ruined the event already. Yes, <laughs> preemptively. Goodness, goodness All right, so we are going to start as we always do with our Star Wars question of the week. Uh, except this time I am going to do a very X-Wing centric Star Wars question of the week. Uh, I want to know what Star Wars X-Wing miniatures ship. Now there's two choices here. Either what ship do you want that is in extended to get reprinted and available in standard or what ship is currently not in the game that you hope gets added to the game and made a part of whatever faction. Who wants to let's tackle that one first? What is your on, on today on Pointsmas Eve or hopes and dreams can be anything? I mean, I, like I, I I will easily go here because this is this is super easy. It's it's the lambda, like that needs to be repackaged and re-released so it can be in standard. It's such an iconic ship. Oh, super um, iconic, yeah. And it's a very iconic ship for Star or for X-wing players as well, just with its uh its first edition history as the like the the, the pelt carrier so yeah, yeah I, I definitely think we need a a lambda the first edition model was so good and they've just gotten better at making models now my 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 hope for the lambda is a redesign a la what's coming with the yt 2400 with the outrider they're redesigning the outrider i want a lambda redesign and i want it to be a rebel imperial pack i want the rebels i want han solo or chewbacca to be able to fly the lambda shuttle why do you think it needs to be redesigned though it seems pretty pretty wholesome to me <clears throat> i mean um by redesign so uh, maybe redesign is the wrong word repackage right so like a lot of the reprints are like you are getting in this box you're getting exactly what was in the conversion kit so like a conversion kit player has the same options as a someone who purchased a reprint do you know what i mean oh yeah so that that was the I, worst I, I want the yeah. i want the contents of the of the second edition black box lambda to be different than the conversion kit components yes definitely hopefully even if it means saying conversion kit like pilots and stuff are out right it's so you can play the new pack pilots only right Mm -hmm. and then we might get new pilot abilities for like you know captain kagi or whoever that is you know what i mean (laughs) uh kent what do you what do you want i mean so uh you know the N64 game Shadows of the Empire is a, a old big fan. favorite. Yeah, yep. exactly. So, like, for me, Dash Rendar and the YT2400 needs to make a comeback. He's coming back, and baby. And with a redesigned ship, no less. Exactly. So, exactly. That's why I'm, you know, th- that's it. I'm, I'm so looking forward to it. And I can't wait to see what they do with it. <laughs> and and I can't wait to make people cry about, uh, you know, a turret ship that can shoot four dice. Well, I don't know if it's going to be a turret ship that can shoot four dice. <laughs> it's, getting, it's getting redesigned, my friend. So perhaps it'll be less of a menace, but it'll still be cool, I hope. It will be I cool. I hope it'll it still be, be cool. a good ship. It's a cool design. I am. I have very fond memories in that Shadows of the Empire game. You know, here's Absolutely. the part where I don't even have an answer to my own damn question. Uh, <laughs> most of the ships in the game are ones I really like. Um, I will say... So my, I keep coming back to this is I, I like I'm so sad that I I'm I'm now I've been rebels pilled. I love the rebels TV show. Uh, yes. I can't fly. Hera can't fly the ghost in standard. <laughs> and I think yeah. that's a goddamn shame. She can't like she is the ghost pilot. 
I want to I pilot the ghost as Hera, right? Like, and that's really frustrating. Um, let's see, a ship, a ship that is not in the game that I would like to have in the game. Well, there's the tie dagger for the FO from Rise of Skywalker, but I think that one looks stupid. Like a little Dorito. <laughs> I don't need that yeah. shit. There's also the, uh, from Legends, there's uh, Slave 2, which looks like a, a literal piece. It looks like a literal dumpster that flies. <laughs> um, a lot of people want that uh, that ship from early Clone Wars that Anakin and Ahsoka like stole. You know what I mean? The, the one I'm talking oh, about. It's kind of like yeah. uh, off-kilter, like transport-looking thing. I think that ship is dumb and ugly, and I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> I, want, I want a Resistance B-Wing. That's what I want. Resistance B-Wings. I love B-Wings. Kent will be with me on this Ooh. love of B-Wings. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, you know what? I can back that. Even though I'm not a resistance player, you know, I think that they deserve B-Wing love because that's a very ubiquitous ship and it, I would be happy to share it with the resistance. Yeah, it's a great ship. Great ship. Canonically a bomber, just so everyone knows. Canonically, it was equipped with laser-guided bombs, which sounds like trajectory simulator bombs to me. Brett, you? I, I have to agree, but I don't want those back anymore. Why? But why? <laughs> what did they do to you? We're gonna <laughs> call you? They made Brett. me dodge a lot of bombs, and it just <laughs> made the game less fun. <laughs> Brett Cannon Disrespector Freeman over here hates <laughs> hates the iconic B-Wing thing. Anyway, all right, let's let's talk about what do you want to talk about first? You want to talk? Well, we had the Battle of Exegol, boys. We had the Galactic Championship 2022 Exegol, which was the finals. So everybody who made, I believe you had to make top cut at one of the previous Galactic qualifiers, uh, with the GSP online events, in order to get an invite to play in Exegol. Exegol happened, and looking at this top four, fellas, got two friends of the podcast here. Uh, at top four, we got Bill Hayes. What a guy. Bill Hayes in the top four flying Grudge, Scorch, Commander Malaris, Captain Phasma, and Quick Draw. FO list, which is not not even like the FO list du jour. Yeah, it's not is, even again, close to meta. <laughs> that is Bill's yeah. style. Bill Bill flies a bunch of strikers style. Um Bravo, Bill. We're, we love. I love seeing your name up here. I'm really happy for you. Great showing, making the top four. I love it. Uh, and the winner, overall winner, was uh, last week's guest, Cam Murray. The mad Cam, genius. New, new mad genius Murray, new friend of the podcast. Cam was out here with his with his same list from um, from the Canadian qualifiers. He had Boba Fett, Kanan with Maul, and Rook cast in the gauntlet. I wonder if he used some of those hot tips he gave me, Brett. Do you think he used any of those hot tips to like? I think he used them all. <laughs> Hell yeah! What a what a guy, Cam! Congratulations to you. We're so happy to see you up there. Uh, bravo, yeah, dude! That's, that's fantastic job. Um, looking at this, uh, looking further in the top sixteen, we got Crispy, Chris Patrick, friend of the podcast, Crispy. What are you doing to yourself over there? Top sixteen. That ain't your I know, style. Like, I'm, I'm not sure what happened. On this, on this, the eve of the Crispy list dying. It's going to be like, I, I, it's points Miss Eve. It's going to be put out to pasture. Crispy. <laughs> What's happening? So what do you think is oh changing in it? Or should we what, not talk yeah, about okay, that? Yeah, let's, let's talk about that. Who, okay. Here's, here's what I'm curious. Points are coming tomorrow. By the time this airs, we'll be wrong. But let's, let's preserve our incorrectness for the record. Absolutely. What, what happens what happens to kill the crispy list? What are, so if you're not familiar, Ken, the crispy list is a first order list. Right. It's Kylo Ren in the Tie Whisper with shattering shot, instinctive aim, predator, concussion missiles, advanced optics, munitions failsafe, <gasps> and enhanced jamming sweep. Uh, right. then, then you've got command, and that, that I believe is uh, six points for that. Uh, Commander Malaris is three points, has marksmanship and cluster missiles. Are you familiar with Commander Malaris and the TIE Fighter? Nah, gave me the lowdown. Okay. Basically, uh, it's Glitter Stim is what I've understood. Oh, their pilot, gotcha. pilot yeah. ability. They have, they have like three, they have two or three charges for this. And yep. at the start of the engagement, you can take a stress 
and activate it. And then for the rest of the engagement phase, you can just convert all your eyeballs. Right. right. Yeah. That's definitely glitter um, stim. And that's insane. Okay. Three, <laughs> three points and they get cluster misses on there. Right. So it's like right. you take that lock and then you've got two, you got one double modded and then one single modded shot using the clusters. Uh, three points bananas. And it's a tie yeah. fighter. So three agility and they could just live forever. Uh, exactly. Then you got Scorch using Predator, Fanatical, and Advanced Optics. Scorch can take the stress to add an additional die. Yep. Um, and then you've got, so here you go. You got Dread, one of the bombers. Dread has Electro Chaff Missiles, Skilled Bombardier, and Proximity Mines. And then Grudge, one of the other FO bombers, has Elusive, Automated Target Priority, Electro Chaff Missiles, Skilled Bombardier, and Proximity Mines. That combo, that Chaff, uh, bombardier and prox mines that's the killer combo because with these uh these bombers they can boost in the systems phase and then they can launch the chaff right it gives them a huge coverage map with the chaff because they can launch that chaff at <laughs> uh three four five straight or two three bank left or right and then before or after boosting that's so they just covering they way just too have much a bananas range, right? Like they could boost straight and then throw it five to basically get it all the way across the board. Um, yeah. So something is going to change with this list, I'm sure. I'm you curious what, they can, what you guys can think they change? change? Can they stop the if you boost, you can't launch? So that's one way to fix it, or one way to address it. And I, I, I've thought about that, and I don't love that, and I will tell you why. Um, that's currently the rule for decloaking. You cannot decloak and drop or launch a device, right? Right. So then why not just add that to the same the same theory or same idea to, to this? Well, so not to get into like rules as intended or like reading a designer's mind, but sure. it feels to me that the intent of the first order bombers like ship identity is to be able to boost and drop a bomb, right? Like, yeah. ah, I can a little bit change my position and drop a bomb, right? It's only when you get into the weird combo of being able to boost and launch the electro chaff in so many different places and then it's follow because it up the with chaff the chaff has so many options to drop. Right. And I don't feel like they can safely say you can no longer reposition and not and launch something, right? I feel like the launch drop the, you, a device. You can't, you know what I mean? you like, can't touch the chaff missile because everyone has access to it. So if you like, if well, you say you that Jack, if it's points you can like only that. do it forward, then that really limits it for everyone else. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't think they should change the mechanics of the chaff missile. I think maybe chaff goes up or maybe the points, like the loadout value and the slots on these bombers changes. So you have to choose between chaff and bombs, right? Fair. Like you can that, do that, one or the other, right? That makes sense. If also like, the ship cost goes up, then you can't have it all either, you know? I suppose, yeah. Um, and the other thing is I, I don't love the skilled bombardier on there. Like even if you drop the skilled bombardier, that severely limits the coverage map. Um, Brett, yeah, what do you think? Yeah. What you, well, you flew this list this weekend, right? I did. I had a what, very boring what do you weekend think of it? flying it. Um, I mean, it, it's very different than anything I've ever flown before. So it took me a lot of time to realize like, hey, that amazing flank I got with Grudge is actually not good because now I'll never get to bomb them. Um, so, I mean, I anything I say is a lot because I had never put it on the table before. Like I, I had to unpack my Fury of the First Order box the day before. So it's just they were all new ships for me, but it's very strong and it definitely uh, needs to get changed. So I think it could be as simple as uh, dropping a payload slot from the bombers so they can either take a bomb and do their boosty bomb thing or they can do the, the boost chaff thing or just really uh, cutting loadout down a bit. If you raise chaff one or two points and then cut down their loadout uh, a few points as well, I think it, it would probably be fine. Like Scorched Malaris, yeah. I don't think there's any problem with that. Kylo could maybe have his loadout reduced a smidge, but... It's still not necessary. I, I, I honest to God, I think Kylo in the Whisper can stay the same. And controversially, I think Kylo in the Silencer should go down a point Ooh. and just not have access to Protorps. I think you should have like eleven loadout. I would be okay with that change, as you said it. Otherwise, leave him as is. 
I'm okay with each faction. Like, you know, they should have that iconic ship with the iconic pilot who's really good. You know, like a, a strong, really. Yeah, I, I agree. I just out. Like, um, so, like, like Luke Skywalker in Rebels is kind of my direct comp to Kylo uh-huh. in FO, right? And sure. I don't, it's not like a chassis wise, it's not a one to one. Kylo is better no, no. than Luke, right? The silencer is better than the T65, period. Right. So you make up the difference in loadout value. So Luke is six points. He has 22 loadout value. Right. So Luke yep. can take Protorps and Luke can take Protorps plus a bunch of other shit. Right. I don't <laughs> yeah. think Kylo should get that option. I think Kylo should get, should be six points, but then should also get a reduced loadout so that Kylo has to make up for it on the merits of his, the quality of his ship instead of leaning on the quality of his upgrades that are available to him. hundred percent agree. Cause opinion. like the, that ship, you know, just the, being able to just jam constantly is such a fantastic defense mechanism on top of the ship already having, you know, great stat lines across the board. So, and maneuverability. So yeah, definitely that makes sense to me. And I think that would allow it to become a, t- still stay a top tier choice mm-hmm. while balancing it out versus other factions. Right on. So here, uh, so let's just my, my quick thought on that. Sorry, I just no, if please. you need to make it so that Kylo can't be six points with extreme maneuvers because extreme maneuvers is just so good on the silencers that mm-hmm. I think that causes some serious issues. If if now you're pricing it to a point where he can take that because they have priced it, so he's got to choose between a pro torp or extreme maneuvers. You don't get to, how to much, have it all. How much is extreme maneuvers? Five points. So, I mean, so I don't think like you can drop it down loadout? the four loadout. Yeah, That's just way too low. Right? Yeah. So, I, I I don't know how you can make him six points and, and not just make him probably the best ship in the game with extreme maneuvers. Nah, let him have extreme maneuvers. Let's fucking go. <laughs> yeah, if he only has that. I mean, yeah, that's really strong. So, like, if, if he but, has eleven, if he has eleven loadout, right? He could take yeah. extreme maneuvers, and he's got six points to play. But he could do extreme maneuvers, optics, and that's it, right? And I feel like if he do, like if he can't take fine. jamming suite, but he has extreme maneuvers, like that's a trade off, right? Because jamming suite is like awesome. <laughs> oh no, this is uh the, that jamming suite. Is oh, oh, oh whisper, other whisper. one. Yeah, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Right. So I don't know. I, I disagree on the extreme. I want him to be good. I want Kylo Ren to be good. And I want Kylo Silencer to be played more than Kylo Whisper. Personally, because I think the Fair. Silencer is a cooler ship. That's it. Like, that's, that's <laughs> I mean, literally my only by wingspan. I, by wingspan, you're right. I I prefer... I, I go uh, vibes only uh, <laughs> on my points recommendations. I vibes only. That's why the Rebels need more love. <laughs> it's all about right. the vibes. Amen. Amen, brother. Vibes only. Um, all right. Let's, you want to, you want to talk about what your actual wish list is? You're not getting trajectory simulator back. What do you want from Rebels, Ken? <laughs> no, nah, I mean, okay. So the loadouts are pretty great on the, on the good pilots and that's awesome. But I think when they tweaked the price of all of those X-Wings up and just made everything kind of like five points, it uh, really made the list kind of bland and just like you just take the best one at the at that price point. So I'm hoping they can play around with the points some more and I agree. Give I us want, more options there. I want the five T65 X-Wing archetype to come back. That's what I want. I really want five X-Wings. I love. Like, is that really that oppressive? Honestly, like I don't. I, I don't. I feel doubt like it. That's something, but the know? game, Ken. I don't know if you know this. The game is called X-Wing. <laughs> like I should be able to fly. Animals. X-Wings, yeah, exactly. Man, I'm thinking of years years ago now, we were doing, it was early COVID. It's probably two years ago. We did a uh, an online tournament uh, for the New York City X-Wing group. And Sam decided to stream one of the games, right? And the game he happened to stream was me against, uh, God, I can't remember who I was playing against. But basically my opponent was doing four T-70s and I was flying five T-65s. There was nine <laughs> X-Wings on the board. And Sam was like, well, this is like the most X-Wing. He's like, this is quintessential X-Wing. Let's go. And it was such a boring match, though, because it was just like, who can throw better dice, I guess, first. Right. Right. It was like two blocks of shit. There's no maneuvering. It's just, yeah. <laughs> He's got X fields and good luck. Very dry game. I had a great time. It was, and we played on Vast. It wasn't even on TTS. Oh man, 
Vassal. That brings back memories, yep. <laughs> Not good ones, but brings back memories. <laughs> you gotta memorize all the key combinations. Oh, I still know all those key combinations. <laughs> um, Control-Alt-Shift control, one and one to bank boost or regular boost. Maybe <laughs> uh, control, oh, we lost Brett. Brett's dead. RIP to a real one. Brett lost his connection. Kent, it's just you and me and oh, you, no. baby. I'm here. I'm right here. It's all right. It's all right. Well, it says Brett you're not recording anymore. Oh, okay. Oh, I'll no. Tr- I'll just refresh. Yeah, try Yeah, I don't hear him either. Well, Brett might join us back in a minute, but it's all good. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't want to just talk about points. I, I kind of want to talk a little bit in broader strokes. Brett, you still there? I'm here. Awesome. Oh, he's back, back, baby. I want to talk a little bit broader strokes. I want to talk about like some list archetypes I feel like we've been missing and list archetypes we kind of want to see fade to the background a little bit or at least just get reined in. Um, I think the big the big bug boo, the big, uh, the big scary is uh, Vader Defender, right? Like Vader Defender with five TIE Fighters is too much. Way too Absolutely. much. I had the... Uh pleasure of running against that and like <laughs> <laughs> it's it definitely needs a tweaking the the points need to go up on those isbs you think that's the fix um jump the isbs up a point from two to three I, if you have one less i think that makes a big difference in sure. how that that what happens there with that kind of matchup yeah yeah so if it's if it's vader defender and four ties i do feel like that's a pretty dramatically different matchup yeah it, uh, it Brett, is, but there's a lot of two-point TIE Fighters. Like, there's just too many two-point TIE Fighters here. Like, if you just have to go to a Black Squadron Ace, the list does not lose that much power at all. Um, it, it doesn't lose that much power, but it does lose a little bit of important initiative value because the ISBs are four, initiative four, and when it comes to certain objectives, that lower initiative is a detriment, Right. Like, even in a one where you don't need to interact with the scenarios, that lower initiative matters for things like, um, you know, like getting initiative kills on them and not being able to participate in a firefight, right? Like, I feel like that's important. Yeah. Also, like, their built-in ability, is that also on the lower initiative TIE Fighter, or is that only on the ISBs? That's just Which on the one? ISBs. The, the... Right. Yeah, that's that's just a ship, though, yeah. A- exactly. So that's, like, just another part of the toolkit that makes the list strong, right? So I think, you know, having them have to drop to a lower initiative ship, also, that's another factor there. You want to know how you fix this list? You ban Iden Versio. <laughs> no. Iden Ver- so I, I flew this at the, the last ECG event, and yeah. Iden Versio was the most oppressive ship I think I've ever flown. And I have been known to just try and fly the most oppressive ships. Right? Like 130-point <laughs> Hans, like, I'm the guy flying that. But Iden Versio was so nasty. Like, I and I, I just did not think it was fair to anyone, the, the crap that she could pull off um, just on her own. Then you throw Vader Defender being in there, too. Like, I think if you got rid of her, then uh, that list is way, way fairer. <laughs> All right. Well, and we're actually, that brings us nice segue into Battle of Yavin release, because we're about to get another Iden Versio option. So banning customized Iden Versio tie LN in favor of um, Iden in the uh, tie interceptor might be reasonable. Uh, are you guys I, for... I'm a big fan of interceptors, so anything oh. that has more interceptors on the board, I'm all yeah. for it. I want to talk a little bit about about uh, just being excited for this Battle of Yavin pack. I yes. I am like getting ready. I'm I'm gonna pick it up on Friday. I am pumped to put together a rebel list and an imperial list and put them in a box and like go to my brother's house who I've played X-Wing with, but doesn't play X-Wing. Right. And like set up those fucking trench tokens and play and like, you know, crack open a mountain Dew and play X-Wing with him like that. I'm so excited for that. That sounds like a fantastic time. Like, like just, I just, just wholeheartedly just agree. Nature of it. I have another friend who I've like, I taught him how to play X-Wing during the 2.0 days. We played like one learning game and he's like, oh, I really want to fly a bunch of TIE Fighters. So it's like sick, right? So I like set him up just like uh, a bunch of TIE Fighters, right? And I played a bunch of 
you know, generic rebels, right? And it was like, okay, let's play. And we played X-Wing. He's like, oh, it's so much fun. He's like, this game is so great. But he's never going to go build his own list. Like, he doesn't want to do that part. He doesn't want to play competitively. But, like, I want to, like, go to the game store and put those trench tokens down and have people come by and be like, oh, shit, Star Wars, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And it's like you have to get the mat, too. Like, you have to go all out and just <laughs> make it a thing, man. Well, I have, I, have awesome. the, uh, I have the plain Starfield mat. I feel like the trench goes kind of okay on that. I would want to get, like, a full Service of the Death Star mat. Oh, hell yeah. I yeah. mean, you've seen the ones that people have built where it's an actual, like, the oh, whole thing is, uh, yeah, man, those things are amazing. That, that would drive, <laughs> thick objective markers drive me insane when my ship's on them, <laughs> so, like, anything bumpy would drive me up the fucking wall. <laughs> hologram technology when <laughs> you just need this all to be virtual. When we get hologram technology, I'm playing that chess from, uh. The Millennium Falcon. Forget X. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm I, totally down. Like uh, in my adult age, I'm more and more like if I owned a ship, I would definitely have some old ass hologram. Like like if I owned if I owned a cool spaceship, I would have like an arcade on there of like old arcade games, and like that's basically what Han Solo's got. <laughs> this fucking shit. Right, right, yeah. Like I would like, have a cabinet with like the old school Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Fucking yeah, yeah. But then like that's what Han arcade Chui have. Like Han Chui, like let's unwind with some TMNT, but it's you know this looks like hologram chess. Like of course they have Hell like yeah. a garbage video game. It's like not futuristic at all. <laughs> So like Han Solo, boomer of Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, I, I love it. Um, have you guys been to? Uh, oh, I wanted to talk about this before. Oh, man, I'm all over the place today, Brett. Brett, you mentioned your daughter just built a purple BB-8. She did. Did she happen to do that at Star Wars: Colon Galaxy's Edge, located at Walt Disney World's uh, Hollywood Studios theme park? Why, yes, Pete, that's exactly where she did it. She went we, to the uh, Droid Depot? We went to the Droid Depot and built awesome. two droids. Tell me tell me about it. Oh, of course, yeah, they're close in age. You've got to get two droids. Well, one of them was supposed to be for me, but then the younger one was like, ooh, why don't, <laughs> why don't we just do all this stuff? And I was like, yeah, I'll, sure, uh, I'll tell you my Droid Depot story in a minute. But you go ahead, you tell me yours. Well, that I mean, that was mostly it. My younger daughter stole my droid, but... Um, no, I mean, they, <laughs> Did you did you build one in one one R two style one BB style? So now they actually have a chopper one. So we were building a Whoa, chopper one. Oh, okay. What? But then she mostly just wanted R two parts to go along with it because they're the... compatible with each other. Oh, okay. Because they had the square like R five head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was there, so I went in November twenty nineteen, right back in the before times when we didn't know about pandemics. Um, and <laughs> Charlotte, my daughter at the time was four years old. Right. So, and was not into star Wars at all, except I do have a funny story to tell you about that. Remind me later. We'll come back to this. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I went to, um, you know, I had the appointment to build a lightsaber and I had the appointment to, uh, yeah, appointment to build a lightsaber and I had the appointment to build a uh, droid, okay? And my uh, my brother came with me for the lightsaber appointment, which was pr- a very cool experience. And that is a great shelf piece. It sets up there mm-hmm. on my shelf. My custom light, I got like a leather hilt. It's very it's, it's very heavy too. So I really like that lightsaber. Although They're they've jacked up the price now, Brett, which I'm sure you know. I, when I, I did it, they... it was $200. Now it's like $250. Yeah, so when I did it two weeks ago, it was two nineteen, and now it is like two fifty. Yeah, so they they have Inflation. jacked up all the prices. The droids crazy. also significantly went up. That doesn't make how much. Sense. How much are the droids? So it was a hundred when I was there, and now I think it's one forty. Might be yeah, one. What? Yeah, it was a hundred when for I for that for one of those. What? Uh, now I will say I do want to talk about those droids a little bit. Um, first, here's my first question though: Is this inflation, or did Russia declare war on Ilum and the Kypris Kyber Christus now for the Earth? <laughs> it's corporate <laughs> greed. It's, it's, it's definite Disney it's associated all with corporate, corporate greed. greed. <laughs> Tell me more. Give me more insights. On Walt Disney Corporation's <laughs> obsession with money. Um, 
But yeah, so I did the Droid Depot. Uh, my wife and I went and did the Droid Depot. And uh, I, ma- I made a black and white uh, R2 style droid. And he's got a see-through head. So it's like a clear head with the black accents on it. Uh, and that thing, one, is sturdy. And it's yes. a remote control, right? And uh, my kids love to drive it around. And on the on the remote control paddle, which looks like right out of Star Wars, right? Uh, yep. Basically, you know those like chest pieces on the tie uh, the tie fighter pilot things, like yeah. outfits, like those things with the buttons on them. It looks kind of like that, right? Like big yep, yep. chunky buttons. Anyway, so there's a button where you can like turn its head independently, and a button where you can make it like do beeps and whistles. Um, and then you can just drive it around. So they love driving that thing around. And I named him R five two five which is a fun, both Star Wars reference and my anniversary. I was very excited for that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. 525, very nice, very nice. Yeah, yeah, so back when my wife and I were getting married, we, uh, I was like, she's like, oh, how about the spring? I'm like, how about May 25th? And she's like, that's perfect. I'm like, yeah, it is. And then later, <laughs> we're like locked in for everything. And I'm like, this is also the anniversary of Star Wars. And she was like, oh, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> like haha you fell for my trap card <laughs> Got her. um so every year on may 25th I, I wish both star wars and my marriage a happy birthday um, <laughs> um it's a genius I'm an evil absolutely genius. not a mad genius like cam i'm just an evil genius um yeah so man that droid is really cool you know what uh the pro- project i want to do that's going to confuse brett because he doesn't know about computers but kent will be excited about so in in the disney world park kent they have these yeah. little beacons like bluetooth beacons set up that yeah. your droid will react to and like talk to and stuff okay so that's i want to cool. just someone, yeah. someone has a github repo where you can just deploy that onto like a raspberry pi uh, in, in the house, right so i just want to set it up in the house and then they'll be surprised that he's talking to people that's awesome so you can have that actually just you just you just need the bluetooth module so that way it has a sensor and it knows that it's there if you if you get a a, a, a pi what two three or four b it already has bluetooth so just, all right so i have it yeah 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 my boards um, oh shit so i yeah. have that i should you, you do can, that with mine this, this would run on a pi zero with the bluetooth board too Right, right, right. Oh man! Yeah. All right, so I gotta take a look at that repo. I know. I'll send it to you after this, but it's it's very exciting. The guy, I mean, the guy just it's it's like npm and Python. It's just all he packaged it all together. Um, That's awesome. It's very exciting stuff. So I think I'm gonna try and set that up. Um, but yeah, these droids are super cool. I'm gonna tell my fun, my very funny uh, Star Wars and my kids story. I don't know if I've told this on the podcast before, but uh, you both with your children will appreciate this. So. Um, in Hollywood Studios, they're all about Star Wars now, right? Brett can attest to this, right, Brett? One hundred percent. They're yes. like it when you walk in. There's like a Star Wars show that happens like on the main stage on the hour, right? Where it's like Boba Fett's out there and Vader's out there. And they also <laughs> have this super cute thing that happens every like hour or forty five minutes that your that kids can sign up for. It's called like Jedi Training Academy or something. Yes. Yes, and it's so it's like half performance half like activity so the kids get to wear a jedi robe and they get a lightsaber okay and they're up on stage with actors who are like we're going to train to be jedi and they like train to swing the lightsaber and they hold their hands out to use the force and blah 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 blah, right and they're like okay now our final test is here right you know we we don't know what we're going to face like what's going to come through the mystical door right so the fucking door opens up, out walks Darth Vader, fucking billowing smoke. And then another door opens up and fucking Kylo Ren walks out, billowing smoke. And they fight them yes. off. And, and they all put their hands out at the same time to use the force to push him back through the door, right? Uh, it's super It's super cute. A little cheesy, so but awesome. whatever. It's so cute. Anyway, so, so Charlotte, at four years old, is up on my shoulders. Charlotte is through cultural osmosis is like sort of aware of star Wars, but hasn't watched star Wars. Right. That's where we're at. Anyway, so she's up on my shoulders. We stop to watch this little thing happening and the door opens and the fucking Darth Vader walks out. She goes, Darth Vader. Right. Which was already (laughs) adorable. Then the other door opens and Kylo Ren walks up. She goes, another Darth Vader. (laughs) (laughs) 
And I was like, ah, we're done here. And, and then, so then we like split up a little bit because she went to go do like the Little Mermaid show while I was doing the lightsaber and the droid, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, we met back up and the adults are doing the adult thing you do at Disney where it's like, all right, it's 1130. These kids got to have a, this kid's got to have a snack, Right. And then we're going to try and do lunch at this time. We're like, you know, you're game planning, right? Your theme park game planning. For sure. As you do. Uh, and Charlotte is sitting in her, her stroller and she's like, dad, I want you to take me to see Darth Vader. No, first she goes, mom, I want you to take me to see Darth Vader. She goes, talk to your dad. Right. And she goes, dad, I want you to take me to see Darth Vader. I said, absolutely. I said, we can go figure out how to meet and greet Darth Vader. I was like, that's weird that you want to do that, but fine. I just need a, we need a few minutes for the grownups to talk. We talk for like two more minutes. And she like stops before she goes, dad, why aren't you taking me to see Darth Vader? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> fucking okay, kid. So we like go into the little, like, there's like a, like a building where it's like, you can just wait in line to meet different star Wars people. Right. And yep. here's a pro tip for the parents out there. If you have the Disney visa card, there's a rotating special meet and greet you can do, which basically has no line, right? So I like asked that person, I'm like, hey, who, who can we meet? And he's like, Darth Vader. I was like, perfect, let's go. Nice. So we like walk down this little hallway. There's no one around. And then this fucking Darth Vader steps around the corner and he's taller than me. I am six feet tall. Damn. This guy was huge. I was like, Damn, and the costume is incredible. <laughs> and and then they got the they got the fucking James Earl Jones voice recorded on there, and he's like, "Come with me." And Charlotte immediately regretted her decision. <laughs> she like she like clammed up and like clung to my leg as I like hoist her in there. So I have pictures of me holding Charlotte, who is like a little terrified of Darth Vader. Um. But it was super cool. We took a bunch of pictures. And then we went to go meet BB-8, and that was great. She's, like, hugging BB-8, loving that. Yes! Oh, I um, remember that. It's so much fun. That's so awesome, man. It's super, <laughs> super duper cute. It was really, really funny. Um, oh, my God. So, what a time. I just feel Disney like I should, I should tell you this, though. They got rid of the Jedi training thing, and there were no Star Wars-like lines to meet characters anymore. What? what? Yeah. Kylo oh Ren God, did walk around a bunch, and I will say my younger daughter also yeah, called sure. him uh, Darth Vader. So he's basically, the same. you know, yeah, I feel like we, <laughs> we're sharing that. But uh, just you know, the power of the Jedi training thing because that sounds so cool for the kids. It was maybe oh, it'll come man. back. I don't know. It was super yeah. cool. The fun, the funniest thing was just this dramatic gasp that she did, just the <gasps> another Darth <laughs> Vader, and I was like, <sighs> like face bomb. <laughs> like this, I'm like, yeah, you're basically right. Like that's fine. Star Tours, still a great ride. Hurts your neck, though. Yes. Great ride. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Ooh, what a time. Disney World, what about it? Star Wars, how about it, guys? <laughs> oh, man. Pointsmiths tomorrow. Merry Pointsmiths, everybody, on Wednesday. We're getting those new points. And then Friday, Battle of Yavin comes out. Uh, Brett, there's Battle of Yavin event happening at PAX this year, right? Yes. So PAX has some... Uh... A lot of side events going on. There's going to be Droid Soccer, Battle of Yavin. There may be like a an original narrative play that could have gotten dropped, though. I'm not. Uh, I, I believe all that. last I heard of that was that it was not coming together. Uh, as okay. They had hoped. Um, but may may I might be wrong. My information might be outdated. No, I I think you're right. That does sound familiar. Um, and I think it's important to also note that PAX, the X-wing portion, is uh, free. With your your ticket, so yes, uh, yep. you know that's unlike most events, and makes it kind of cool and yeah. worthwhile. And and PAX nice. PAX badges are not uh, prohibitively expensive. I don't believe, right? I think they're like the, seventy bucks. That sounds... I think it's like yeah, I think it's like seventy five for the weekend, which yeah, is pretty okay, reasonable. That's not nothing. Let me be clear. I understand that yeah. that is still a lot of money for a lot of folks, right? But that, sure. that, as far as like a, a weekend convention goes, because it's also a great time. This is like my last year, uh, last year at uh, <laughs> at PAX, I, I made it to, I was 
three and one going into round five. Okay. So I was like, potentially could make cut, right? It was like a play-in game to see if I could make cut, right? Yeah, three-day badge, $78, right? There we go. Um, so I was like, you know, oh, I was pretty excited. And I told my wife, I was like, oh, I might, I might make, I might get to play tomorrow too. And she was like, well, I hope you don't. <laughs> Because <laughs> she, because she was there, and my sisters were there, and and some friends of ours were there, and she's like, I would like you to come play board games with us, uh, and so I can like see you. I'm like, yeah, all right. I mean, I get that, but I'd like to win. Fair, <laughs> fair, uh, but harsh not, but fair. I did not win that game, and she was very happy. Um, <laughs> I, I like to say I threw that game uh, for love of my wife through the game oh absolutely subconsciously you definitely didn't optimize your choices yeah no certainly not no i lost that i lost that game on a risky road play took a big risk and it didn't pay off we were all very um, new to road back then no oh, no yeah. well i knew what i was doing i knew it was a bold move i had i had jake and wedge uh you know and i was facing uh, jake and wedge a wings i was facing some i4 t65s and I said, if I get second player, this will be the right move. Because I was like five straighting and then double repoing into both of them, like having a focus thanks to Jake, basically. Uh, and I was like, if he like, I was like, because he's going to one forward or whatever. And I was like, and if he goes first, he will not know to close wings and like barrel roll. And if I, so if I go second, I will have flanked him. Right. And it will be a really good positioning for me. Uh, going into the rest of this game, right? However, he got second player, so he saw exactly where I was, and then he was able to um, close close S foils and uh, and roll in front of me, and then he had the old flappy snappy on board, so I was done. <laughs> Oof. Oof is right. I mean, it was still a good idea, though. It, listen, I had no regrets. No regrets, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, man. Guys, I, this might be a little bit of an express episode. I got nothing else to talk about. You guys have anything else to talk about? <laughs> we're, we're, I mean, we're, it's, it's, it's tough with the new points coming out next week. Like, I'm so we excited. Through, for, like, no, not next week. They're coming out tomorrow, uh, Brett. Well, hopefully tomorrow. By next week. But No, um, no, no, no. no. <laughs> Let me tell you, we have word from on high. Did, did, did we really get word? Like, was that clear? <laughs> uh, yes. So a tweet... A tongue-in-cheek tweet from AMG. We have two social media responses from AMG. Uh, three, actually. So uh, the first response said that a points rebalance will be released ahead of the release of Battle of Yavin. Okay? Keyword ahead. Yes. Then a subsequent social media post said new points will release with the Battle of Yavin, which is like, oh, maybe Friday, Right. Right. The most recent social media post, someone was like, hey, I have a tournament coming on Saturday. I'd like to be able to use new points. What do you know what day they're going to drop? And they made a Lord of the Rings reference, which I love. And they were like, <laughs> um, on dawn of the third day, parentheses of the work week, look to the east <laughs> for new points. <laughs> so third day of the work week is Wednesday. I Brett, think that confirms it. I, I agree. That's the third day of the work week. I just don't believe in AMG delivering them on time. Um, <laughs> I do. I, they, I believe really not in the power up. of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I will say that uh, they do get held up a lot of the time in like committee for stuff. Like a lot of the time it's like, hey, we're waiting on Lucas approval for shit. Right. And it's like that really jams them up. But... They also, generally speaking, when they've said this will be the day for points release or points update, they just do it, right? And that has been on time so far. So cross them fingers, Brett, you Debbie Downer. I'm crossing them. I have a whole Deborah Deborah Downer. It's getting late. It's a late hour for Brett. He's got to get his sleepy bye. They can, <laughs> they can make me very happy, but I just hope there's actually like a good number of changes. And it's not just like, here's three adjustments and Battle of Yavin stuff. Yeah, I, and the, I, I would like to see a substantial oh change. I don't know. I don't know if it's gonna be crazy tweaks. I bet. I bet. So the, like the last points adjustment, we saw a lot of things swing by two points, namely Boba and uh, Vader Defender swung 
by two points down each, right? Which made them both way cheaper. Um, I think we're going to see a lot of like single point adjustments because I, I don't know if you guys agree with this. You agree that the current meta um, and the current pricing structure for a lot of stuff is uh, let's say pretty good. Pretty good is definitely accurate. Yeah. 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 yeah, Pretty good. Right. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if there are sweeping changes I need. I want tons of like granular, small adjustments. I think we're really at the point where we need. And I want a three point wedge X wing. Let's go. (laughs) I can't support this, (laughs) but Han with a 23 loadout, like I'd be cool with that. That's, that's like my main wish. Let's give Han 23 loadout. Yeah. But what about standard, uh, standard loadout Han? He's pretty cool. So I want him to be good. What a fucking dramatic side that was, but he's quite bad. It turns out. Have you, Okay, have you ever flown Han Solo though, Brent? Like, do you know a lot about him? I do. Okay. Because I don't know, man. This focus evade every turn. Focus evade good. is very good, but L three on board, pretty good. Rigged cargo chute, thematic. So I mean, it. Are you going to have him be worth five points? Because that's too cheap, right? Well, what what is standard? What is customized on eight points? Eight points. Let's say he's seven points. See, he's not he's not worth it at seven points. I I do yeah, truly I believe so. that. I could coordinate and stuff. That's pretty cool. But first, you only get the four charges the entire game. These um, games don't last that long, Brent. What the fuck are you talking about? You roll dice, six. dice a lot, though. <laughs> uh, maybe you roll dice a lot. No, no, no yeah, but I'm. <laughs> I'm looking at, uh, I am looking at the, um, after performing an attack that hits, you can spend a charge to coordinate. That's a pretty cool ability. I agree. Every time I'm going to play, I'm going to play this Han. And every time I do that ability, I'm going to say, now let's blow this thing, kid, and go home. (laughs) (laughs) And I will laugh every time I hear you say it. Every (laughs) time. But then I will just play regular Han and I will just smile every time I get to re-roll dice and then re-roll them again with the the uh, Falcon title. I'm going to trajectory <laughs> simulator bomb you. Wait, <laughs> I, 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 hang on. I also get to re-roll dice with the Falcon title. I, I'm not saying you don't. I'm just talking about how uh, often I get to re-roll dice. I would love I, this Han I, to be I, good. Trust me. Okay, I when love I trajectory Han. simulator, the seismic charges in the middle of the board and there are no obstacles. Brett, what are you going to do then, huh? What are that you going to do then? That usually makes me sad. Remember that time you had like a double stressed Han and you had to make a two turn and you were sad? Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, it sucked. It sucked for you, didn't it? It did suck for me. I don't know how you remember that. <laughs> Brett, we haven't played that many games in person and it was a thrill to me. That's why. I like. <laughs> Spoiler, I don't talk to you so much because I hate you. I like hanging out with you. <laughs> I love you too, Pete. That's right. Well, let's not get too crazy. Okay. Pax Unplugged <laughs> coming up, boys. Pax Unplugged's coming. We're going to have prizes galore. Just a quick review. We have a voucher to travel to worlds. We have template trays for the top two. We have templates for the top four. We have Stormtrooper Finn charges for the top eight. For the top 16, we have BB-8 dial covers. And for the top 32, we have an event card and objective tokens. There will also be a prize wall, top faction prizes, and lots of other prizes, including your very own yet another X-Wing podcast sponsored templates, yet another one straight, or the elusive Chris Face one straight. Uh, this weekend, RSG tournament on October 29th. That is at Red Seal Gaming in Matawan, New Jersey. October 30th, Carcosa Club in Brooklyn, New York. That is Sunday, October 30th. Then looking forward, East Coast Gamers of Tom's River, New Jersey, we have the JF Party Dragon charity event. Make sure to mark your calendars November 19th for that one. That's going to be a really great time. Come be the winner. Get a cool lightsaber and beat people up on your way home. Or just uh, donate the lightsaber for the children. Bring a toy. Bring a toy as your entry fee for that one. Bring two toys. Bring three. I'm going to bring several Pokemon cards. You guys into Pokemon? Of course. <laughs> I, I getting my to daughter into it. it. Yeah. I, I casually mentioned to my wife, I was like, hey, you know, um, 
I bet Charlotte's old enough that I could like teach her Pokemon cards. And, and she's, and she replied to me, she goes, please no more cards. <laughs> oh, my so dog is here. Hey, both of my kids have a Pokemon binder and I bought like a box of cards and just, if they're being particularly good, I just give them a pack of cards and then they're just so happy. It was Hell like yeah. the best hundred dollars I've ever spent. The fucking, awesome. the worst, I will tell you right now, the worst McDonald's toy is when they give out Pokemon cards because <laughs> my kids are seven years old and two years old and the seven-year-old likes them, but doesn't know what to do with them. The two-year-old doesn't give a shit. <laughs> the best, the best toy so far in a while has been these fucking cars, happy meal toys. They're from the hit film cars. Uh, <laughs> A movie my kids haven't seen, but man, <laughs> what? Uh, I think Charlotte has seen Cars. Milo's too. He hasn't seen Cars yet. Yeah, give it. What, fair, fair. Is, he watches Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood. Oh, like, that's God. the thing he likes. Um, that's and I like brutal. it too. No, I love Daniel. I mean, Daniel. he's my you? G. Yes, I, I, I could never get into Daniel. Unironically, Sorry. me and Daniel Tiger are tight. Um, <laughs> Or as my son calls him, Dan Tig. <laughs> he likes to go get. He likes to sit. He has this little. He has this little armchair in the living room that's his size. He likes to sit in the armchair, watch Daniel Tiger, and have a popsicle. That's his life. Because he can. Like we, have, we have like a we have like a drawer freezer that he can reach. Anyway, this <laughs> has been yet another X Wing podcast. Kent, thank you for joining me. Brett, thank you for joining me. I have been your host, Pete Lambro, and uh, Merry Points, Miss Everybody. Enjoy those points and enjoy the Battle of Yavin on Friday. And come on out. If you live in the tri-state area, come on out to one of these events. I really hope to see some of you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.